0: be Jesus and Mary. I'm very happy today to share with you about a message that is very dear to the Gospa, to Our Lady of Medjugorje, and this message is actually one of the most important because it deals with evil and how can we win over evil, and everybody is interested in winning over evil, but this message is also demanding, and you'll see how. Now, I want to ask you a question, please answer. Suppose, well, it's very, very cold outside, it's winter time, let's say December, you're walking along a river, a little river, and it's freezing, and suddenly, you hear cries of distress from a little child in the water, he dropped into the water, and he's dying, and he's screaming for help. So what do you do? Do you go to the water, even if it's very cold, you know, and you have the risk to catch a pneumonia, or do you just don't care for the child, save his life, and just continue your way without stopping? So what do you do? Jump. Jump You jump? You jump jump too? Do you jump? I hope so. I I I hope too. too. Okay. You jump? Everybody would jump? Okay. I'm very proud of you guys. You'll jump. Okay. But the problem is maybe two days later, you'll be sick. Okay. So there is a better way to save life, fasting. Okay, it's good that you jump, and you have to jump to save this life, but just remember that through fasting, as I already asked, and Jesus asked much beforehand, 2,000 years ago, he already spoke about fasting against evil. If you fast, it's not only one child that you'll save, but hundreds, maybe thousands. Okay, got the point? This is very important. We are keen to save lives. Of course, we are keen. We pray, we go to confession, we go to the Holy Mass, we read the Bible, and we do everything our Lady asks, except fasting. Most of the time when I travel, if I ask, are you doing those five points, you know, prayer with the heart, fasting, Bible, confession, and Eucharist, they say everything except number two and fasting. Well, number two, sister, you know, my husband, my wife, my children, my health, my this, my that, and uh, so I can't take it. Of course you can. And already lady asked for it. And if she asks for it, she knows why. She pretty much knows why. She's a mother. She doesn't want to bother us. She wants us to be happy on earth. She said to the visionaries here in Medjugorje, but what she wants, that we are the winners as she's the winner but she said dear children without you i cannot help the world dear children i need your help you are very important for me so we want to be collaborators helpers of mary do you do you want to be those helpers oh i'm so proud of you okay (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah i don't doubt we all want to be collaborators but we have to be serious in the means that she gives Sometimes we have our own means, our own ways to serve the Lord. But the best way to serve the Lord and to win over evil is to listen to Mary, Queen of Peace. Because as never before in the history of the world, here in Medjugorje, she's explaining the best ways to live the gospel and to be winners and to be followers of Jesus. As never before, it's clearly... Now explain in this incredible school of love and prayer that is made As never before. And she said to the visionary, Dear children, I'm giving you messages as never before in the history of the church. So for two thousand years she has been working hard. But now, in a very special way, she's speaking to our hearts because the darkness of the world is so thick, it's so terrible. Now The young people that are committing suicide on their thousands, you know that, I don't need to explain that. You know it's all over the newspapers, TV and everything. They are really willing to die instead willing to live. This is a very incredible crisis as never before, you know. So she is giving us the weapons to be the winners and to help those hundreds and thousands of young people and even children, teenagers, who wants today to die and tomorrow they will do it if we don't help. So as you want to jump into the cold water, freezing water, to save a life now, let's listen to our lady. She'll explain to us how to save not one child but many, many child. I'm sure you are willing to do so. I remember during the war, maybe Matilda you were here during the war, I, in '92. Um, it was terrible. We could hear the bombing all over in Mostar, in Lubushki, all over around Mijugori, in Chitluk, and everywhere. We could see the planes in the sky. We couldn't hear all the destruction and even, of course, see on TV what was happening. It was terrible. So, by pure grace of God, I could stay, I could remain in the village with my little community of the Beatitude, and then on the 25th of April 92, which was actually the first message, monthly message, after the beginning of the war in Bosnia-Herzegovina, we were all expecting what Our lady would say about the war. You know, and everybody was like seeking her words as a mother, you know, from a mother. They were really expecting with great anxiety what she would say on that day. She said very clearly, dear children, only through prayer and fasting can wars be stopped she couldn't be more clear than that only through prayer and fasting which means if you have another mean forget it it's fake it's bad it's it's useless only through prayer and fasting this is very clear why through prayer you are united with the soul of jesus through the holy spirit there is a dialogue with god and you receive his words his confidence And you listen to his voice, very, very soft voice, and you tell also your own heart to him. This is an incredible unity between God and our soul. Through fasting, there is something different, something else. Of course, we should fast from the heart, with the heart. Not say like those guys in the morning, you know, Wednesday, that's too bad. If you fast this way, there's no fruit on it, of course. If you get up on Wednesdays and Fridays and say, Praise God, today is Friday. Praise God, I'll have the opportunity to offer something to God through the hands of Mary and today I will be able to save many, many lives. Praise God, that's a joy even in the morning when you get up. So, only through prayer and fasting. You know when you fast, actually you create you allow God to work much more miracles in your life and in others life because you renounce food of every day there is kind of space like a freedom in your heart a free space for god to act to work and to really do great things in your heart in your life and in others life because you forget about the food already In uh, 92, she was speaking about fasting during the war. She added, Satan wishes in these turbulent days to seduce as many souls as possible. Therefore, dear children, I invite you to decide for God and he will protect you and show you what you should do and which path to take. So if you fast, God will show you what to do and he will protect you. If you pray, you'll have peace. If you don't pray, forget about peace. Same for fasting. If you fast, you'll see miracles of God in your family and around. If you don't fast, there won't be so many. Even if you pray, because prayer and fasting are both necessary. And I want to tell you a story. That happened during um, the first times, let's say, in Medjugorje. You know, at that time, only the village and the surrounding, the Croatian people around uh, from Croatia or Bosnia-Herzegovina would come to Medjugorje. It was really the first day, the first weeks or the first months of the apparition. No foreigners had never come yet. One day, Our Lady said to the visionaries, listen, dear children, Satan has a plan to destroy the parish of Medjugorje and everything I'm doing here. I asked all the parish to pray and fast on bread and water for three days. Now everybody did it, because at that time, the whole village was following Our Lady, listening to her words, and very keen to obey her words. So they did it very, very much from the heart. After three days, she appeared again to the vision and she said, my dear children, tell the village that I thank you for your prayers and your sacrifices and your fasting. Because the plan of Satan has failed, and we have the victory. She said so. So it was, for the first time, Christian, people do not do that, never, in a church. But that day, they, couldn't. they applauded. You know, it was such a joy. The plan of Satan had failed. Don't you think that our lady alone could have just said to Satan, go away, I don't want you in that village? She could have. Do you think she could have said that sure. to him? Yeah. She could have. Yeah but what she needed our help you know she's not a magic woman saying you do this you do that to Satan no she's not magic she is the mother of God and God Jesus has wanted that we are his body that is why each of us is so important we are the members of the body of Christ so we are the Mm -hmm. mystical body of Christ this is why when she asked our help, she asked, actually, the help of the body of Christ. How can she do anything with, without Christ? She's a creature, she's not a goddess, you know, so she needs our help. And on that day, it was very obvious that thanks to the help of the village from the heart, she won over Satan. And today we can do the same thing. Do you have a problem in your family? Are your children going uh, uh, astray? Are your children having a bad way now on drugs, on prostitution or, or kills or a dark thing with Satan? you have this problem of destruction of your couple, of your family or your family falling apart and everybody around falling apart with terrible strugglings, everything? Okay, now you have the key. Fasting with prayer, don't separate those two things you remember when Jesus um, saw his disciples coming back from the mission? They went and they were used to go on mission and they were very happy and very proud because they had in themselves the power of Christ. They would say to the sick, be healed, they would be healed. They would say to the cripples, get up, they would get up and run. They would say to the blind, you see, and they would see. You know, they were so happy to be with Christ. One day it didn't work. They failed, they tried to help a poor guy or poor guys that were tormented by Satan, and they said to Satan, go away from this guy, didn't work. So they came back to Jesus kind of ashamed, you know, said, Jesus, today didn't work, why? And you know the answer of Jesus? He said, these demons can be casted away only through prayer and fasting. Now we have the key from Jesus himself. In the whole Bible, we see the power of fasting. Today is the same thing. If you fast, Satan won't be able to harm you. I don't say you won't suffer anymore, because the cross is cross. But one thing is different. Suffering, because you've got a cross, in following Jesus, you'll get a cross. But if you fast, even if you suffer, Satan won't destroy you. He won't harm you. You can suffer without being harmed. Now, why did Our Lady ask us two days a week? You know, some people say, listen, that's much. Well, one meal a week would be enough, you see. (laughs) What, don't we take only uh, like Friday lunch? That would do, you know, no. Actually, she was very clear from the very beginning. As a Jewish person, she used on earth during her time to fast two days a week. Because all pious Jewish people at that time would fast two days a week. Actually, it was not maybe the same days. But why does she ask us now to fast on bread and water on Wednesdays and Fridays? She explained that to the prayer groups, to the visionaries. Actually, Our Lady said here in Medjugorje to put Holy Mass and the Eucharist at the center of our life. Here on earth, the Eucharist is the most beautiful thing on earth. Jesus giving himself to us as a food, completely, he's complete in the Eucharist, in that bread that became his body, he's complete, you've got his soul, his spirit, we have got his body, his mind, his heart, his love, everything about him we have in that little piece of bread, of sacred bread, you see, in the Eucharist. So, already, is so much in love with the Eucharist, because she's in love with her son Jesus, of course. She's so much in love that she wants everybody to focus on the Eucharist the whole life. In the morning, we should get up and say now, when shall I go to Mass today? And we should really, if we cannot make it because there is no Mass around, no priest around, then we have the possibility to unite with Mass in our heart through a spiritual communion. You know that, okay? So, whatever happens, we have to go to Mass every day, either through a spiritual communion or a real Mass that we can join somewhere in the church, you know. Anyway, Mass is at the center because Jesus is at the center. And Jesus is so keen to communicate himself to our poor little souls, you know. He's keen to be our food, divine food. So, I already said, dear children, in your week, please, live each Thursday as Holy Thursday. Not that you have to chant all your things in the church and make a big feast like Holy Thursday in the Holy Week, no. But in your heart, celebrate on that day in a very special way. The gift of the bread of life that Jesus gave during the Last Supper. You see, on that day, it was the day when Jesus gave the most beautiful gift to the humanity. He gave himself through the bread of life. And this is why he could tell also that I am with you till the end of the world. In the tabernacles of our world, there is Jesus with us in his real presence among us. So this is the bread of life. Now you remember that each Thursday should be a very, very holy day for you because on that day, Jesus gave his body, his soul, his heart, his spirit to you through the Eucharist till the end of the world. So this day is so precious, the day of the bread of life, that Our Lady wants us to be prepared to the bread of life, you see, to be completely focused on that bread of life. So you know what she said, fast on Wednesdays, so that on that day we can enter like the taste of bread, be prepared through the taste of bread to welcome this incredible divine gift of the bread of life. Instead of being busy cooking, busy going to the market, busy buying food, you know, in those those noisy places, and instead of being sort of distracted by so many foods and the smell of the food, you know, and we were enjoying the idea that we'll have our chicken cordon bleu or our prime rib or our uh, lobster bisque, you know, or uh, this dish I like and uh, like the Chinese dishes, they have hundreds of different dishes, you know, they're enjoying their food, praise God, but on that day before Thursday, let's forget about all these foods, all these different dishes to concentrate on bread, because bread is the food that Jesus chose to put his body in, if I can speak so, you know, and why bread? Why bread? Because in the bread, we have the story of Jesus. Have you noticed that to make bread you've got to have the flour? How is flour made? You have the grains of wheat and you have to like crush the wheat, you know, very, very thin to uh, make the flour and then bread. And you see Jesus, he has been crushed. Everything about him, his body, his heart, his soul. On the cross, he has been kind of crushed under our sins. He suffered so much. And this is the picture of the wheat that has been crushed to become eatable, you see. And this is why Jesus made himself eatable in his Eucharistic body. Now, there is another thing. The wheat, the seed of the wheat has to fall on the ground and then die in the ground. And only then it can bear fruit. They just explain those parables in the Gospel. And this also is a story of Jesus himself. We have in the story of the wheat, the story of Jesus who died in order to bear fruit and the fruit of salvation for us. You know, after the ascension of Jesus, I guess that each time the mother of God would see some bread somewhere, I'm trying to have her eyes and her heart. And if I see bread on a table, shall I look at the bread like potatoes or bananas or tomatoes or meat? No. When she would see the bread, she would immediately think of Jesus who made himself bread. And why bread? Because Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus never said, I am the potato of life. I'm the banana of life. I have the i'm the tomato of life he chose bread you know to change that bread into himself this is why we have to fast on bread once again to be prepared to the bread of life and the jewish people have been prepared from the bread they got from heaven in the desert also you know for years they have been prepared because they were chosen by god these people to receive that gift of the bread of life as first, you know, in the Holy Supper, there were only Jewish people. And they had to be prepared for years, even centuries. You see, that takes a long time. And we have one day only before Thursday. And why on Friday then? We have been prepared. Then on Thursday, it's a big celebration in our heart. That is the D-Day, you know, of the Eucharist. Then why on Friday again should we fast? Actually, I uh, listened to the visionaries here in Medjugorje, and I was expecting that they would say, okay, you fast on Friday because you make a penance, because it's the death of Christ on Friday. They never mentioned that actually, never. I was even shocked when you ask Vitska, when you ask miriana when you ask any of the visionary, they said, no, Our Lady never mentioned the idea of penance and the passion of Christ for our fasting on Friday. I said, are you kidding? She never mentioned that? No, she never did. So why should we fast on Friday then? Because Friday is the next day after Thursday. And our lady is so much in love with the bread of life. She doesn't want us to suddenly, you know, to go back to our distractions of food. And then even on Thursday night, now tomorrow we'll eat. So I got to go to the market and all these distractions. We remain on bread. So that the gift we have received so precious, so deep in our heart, We kind of remain on the taste of bread. We don't forget that Jesus made himself bread. As to prolong the grace of the bread of life and concentrate. You know, the Jewish people, they love the feast of Shabbat. Shabbat is the greatest feast in Israel. You know why? For them, Shabbat is like the symbol of heaven. So Shabbat starts at the sunset on Fridays, evening and ends on Saturday evening at the sunset and you see them in the synagogues when the sunset of Saturday has come they want to keep the Shabbat preventing the Shabbat from going because they love Shabbat and they continue to sing they sing hymns very very loving hymns beautiful so that Shabbat doesn't go you know and same for Our Lady with Bread of Life, you know. She wants us to remain on bread so that we love Jesus a little more. You see, it's all a matter of loving the Eucharist. Everything that she says is centered on Jesus. And if you fast this way, you know, with the love of the Bread of Life, you'll change your fasting. It will become a joy. This is why Our Lady says, "Your children, fast, but fast from the heart you'll gain a great love for the Eucharist. And this is incredible grace, because the fervor, the love you put in your Holy Communions every day, you know what so many saints said about Holy Communion? And our great saint in, in France, whose name is Marthe Robin, she said, our glory in heaven will be proportional to the degree of fervor in our Holy Communions. So the more you receive the bread of life with love and attention and care and deep gratefulness, the more your glory will be great in heaven. You see, we should remember that instead of watching TV at the hour of mass, each Holy Communion is increasing your degree of glory, which means happiness in heaven for eternity. Isn't it great reality? This is why our Lady is focusing so much on the bread of life. So please fast two days a week on bread and water with love, to love Jesus in the Eucharist. What are the fruits of this fasting? You know, one day Our Lady said very clearly, dear children, I ask you to defeat Satan. Me? Defeat Satan? Who am I to defeat that guy? He's an angel. He's even a very, very powerful angel. How can I defeat Satan? I mean, forget it, I'm, I'm too weak, and this guy is too powerful. And already says always, Satan is strong these days, your children, as never before. So how can I dare think that I will be able to defeat Satan? This is why he already adds, the weapons to defeat him are fasting and prayer. Satan wants to destroy the little peace you have. Satan wants war. So here we have the weapons. And we have to realize that today, our world needs us. The world needs our prayer and fasting because for many people, many millions of people, it's a matter of life or death. Our Lady is stressing very much that Satan wants to destroy our families. And he's very active. He never stops working, never sleep, you know. He knows that his last hour will come soon. And he's enraged, he's terrible, he's very aggressive because he knows he's lost. And every day for each apparition Our Lady makes here in Medjugorje and even elsewhere in the world these days, he loses a little more of his power and she can extend her reign, the reign of her heart and the hearts. So these very powerful apparitions. So there is a threat on our families, and I don't need to explain, you know, better than me what happens in the States in all over the world with the families and the broken families. The number of dramatic situations is increasing every day. There is a threat. And in Medjugorje, Our Lady is giving the answer. Everything she says is an answer to the struggles of our world today. If you read with care, if you really read with the heart, you find out that everything she says is an answer for us today. And about the crisis of the family today. Now, even in France, they are speaking about allowing the gay people, God bless them, to adopt children. Any deviation from normal it's a very bad situation and Satan is working hard on that. But suppose you are a father and a mother. You're in, your, in a house and you have, let's say, 10 kids. You know, because already is warning, Jesus warned us also. There is a sadist outside in the garden. You know he's wandering around. If you keep quiet and say oh your little children don't worry take it easy you know so that you have a good relationship with your children so you always say you do what you want take it easy you know i don't want to bother you you're a criminal if you don't tell your children listen guys i love you so much that my duty is to tell you be careful there is sadness there outside be careful now here is the weapon to be protected from him now I'll let you know that your weapons are prayer and fasting. Now I invite you to pray in the family. I'll gather the family in the evening or in the morning or whatever, and I will pray together. Now know that Our Lady said the family who prays together is protected. The family who doesn't pray together cannot have peace. That is crystal clear. Our Lady is very clear also. She says, Satan exists. He's strong as never before. He works all the time and his aim, his purpose, is to destroy you, to destroy everything that is holy in you, to destroy the nature and even the planet where you live. So we know now, we are warned. It's not as if we did not know. We heard and we know. So we are responsible to warn the other people and to do what she says about being protected. Because we love our children, don't we? We love them and we want to tell them the truth even if the truth is sometimes a little hard to hear but better to hear that there is the a sadness than not to say it anyth- not to hear anything and go to him and be destroyed we are responsible now of the life of our society because we know the weapons and there is a big big a great promise from our lady listen at this time she said peace is threatened in a special way And I'm seeking from you to renew fasting and prayer in your family. I invite you to begin to pray and fast seriously as in the first days of my coming. Now, another message that Our Lady gave about protection, that's September 4th. Dear children, I'm calling you to prayer and fasting. Dear children, you know that with your help, I am able to accomplish everything. She's so keen to do everything for us as a mother. I can accomplish everything. She's powerful with our help, not without our help. She's also a member of Christ. She's the mother of Christ, but she's also like a member of the body of Christ, and she badly needs our help. She's in need of our help. Just remember that she's in need. So I'm able to accomplish everything and force Satan not to induce you to evil and remove him from this place. Do you want Satan to be removed from your places, from your families, from your homes, do you? Okay, you do. Express yourself, okay? (laughs) Okay, so you do. Now you know how to do. I can do that for you. I can chase uh, Satan out from your homes. If you are interested that she does that, Now pray and fast in your family. As simple as that. Satan is lurking around each one of you, especially in everyday affairs. He wants to spread confusion among each one of you. Now we know how to deal with that guy. Don't talk to him. Don't say you are so ugly. Go away from me. No, no, no. Never talk to him. She's in charge. Let her do. Because when you start addressing to him directly, he will answer you, like he did with Eva, and then you'll start a conversation. He's very tricky, you know, then you'll be trapped. So, if he bothers you, don't look at him, don't pay attention to him, don't complain to Jesus. Say, Jesus, that guy is bothering me. Tell our lady, Mother, he's bothering me. Please do something, okay? That's very, very important, because many Christians, they don't like Satan and praise God, they don't. But they speak to him and say, you are so ugly, go away from me. I don't want to see your ugly face and you won't win over me because I have Jesus. No, that's talking to him. He doesn't deserve that. Talk to Jesus and forget about him. Okay, you know he exists, but don't look at him. Don't pay attention. He likes to be paid attention on. Through fasting, there is a great fruit. I already explained in Medjugorje that through fasting, you will allow God to fulfill his plans completely and already his plans completely in its fullness. Not only her plans for Mijugori, which is great, but her plans for your life, for the plans they have for your family. Suppose today you're a broken family, okay, that's very sorrowful, painful, but there is a plan of peace on your family, a very specific and unique plan on your family for peace. If you kneel down, you will allow the Lord to give peace to your family and remove the destruction and arrange everything according to his divine plan and your family will be saved. If you fast, you will allow God to restore the unique vocation of your family. Your family as such has a vocation in the body of Christ and for the salvation of the world. A very, very powerful importance and powerful role in the salvation, you know. So through fasting, you will allow God to restore that vocation and he will make you capable to fulfill that plan instead of being like a tool in the hands of Satan for more destruction, you know. So I already said, dear children, renew the messages I'm giving you. Especially live fasting because by fasting, you will give me the joy to see, realize the whole plan that God has prepared here in Medjugorje and of course in your families and your, in your personal life. I want to tell you a story just to show you how powerful each one of us is in the plan of God. There is a story that is uh, from a very, very Holy Franciscan priest Father Zdenko, actually, he died two years ago. He was in the monastery of Cherokee Brick, where Father Yozo is now. And these priests were like more Franciscan than St. Francis himself, almost, you know. He would sleep on the floor, and he would uh, eat very little. He would be an ascetic man, do much penance, and he was very powerful in prayer, very holy man, you know, very special, and he was so united with Jesus that Jesus had given him some charism, like healing uh, the bodies and the souls also. And he would bless the people, and people would be just healed. He would not spend hours in listening to the lives of the people. No, bless them. Now you go, and people would be healed. And in the special way, the children. So the whole country would come to him, bring the children, and he would bless them. One day, Jesus spoke to his heart and said, Zdenko, would you please fast on bread and water during seven years? He said, yes, Lord, I will. And he did it for seven years every day. Listen, now, on the last day of these seven years, Jesus spoke again to his heart and said, Zdenko, I thank you for your fasting. I'd like you to add one more year to your fasting. Would you please fast on bread and water one more year? He said, yes, Lord, I will. And he did it. Now, on the last day of the eighth year of his fasting on bread and water, guess what? This was June 24th, 81, the first day of the apparition of Medjugorje. Isn't it powerful? And this guy, without knowing the plan of God, was asked by God to do a special fasting, because even without his knowing, he was kind of carrying that plan out for the people, for the people of God. And now we have Medjugorje. Only in heaven shall we know who did what for all the graces we receive from the Lord today. So because one yes was given to Jesus, Jesus could do an incredible thing for his children. But don't think, oh, I'm not able to fast for seven or eight years. I'm so weak. I'm so sinful. I'm so zero. I'm so sick. I'm so old. I'm so weak. You know? No, don't think that. As you are now, you can be very powerful because everybody is able to say yes to Jesus. Jesus will never ask from you something you cannot do. If you are sick, you are not called to run on the football game, you know. But if you are sick, you are able to say yes to your suffering and offer them to Jesus in unity with his suffering. And this is very powerful. If you are a sinner, you are able to say yes to God, to conversion. Yes, Lord, this sin of impurity, adultery, or whatever, okay, Lord, I say yes, now I'll be pure, I renounce sin. That you can do it. With his grace, which will never fail. You see, the grace, you'll always get it. But Jesus needs your yes. And through your yes, he will work many, many blessings all over the world. Throughout the world and only in heaven shall you know that thanks to your fasting, thanks to your yes to our lady, hundreds, thousands of young people have been protected from suicide. Many, many couples have been protected from divorce. Many, many, many little babies in the womb have been protected from abortion. Who knows? Just say yes and do it. Now, it's God's business to arrange how he will use your yes for good. It's his business, not yours. Don't ask him about the fruits of your yes. Let him do his job. This is divine. It is so great that you cannot understand how powerful your yes is. Now, let me quote a message from Our Lady. She gave on January 25th of 87. Dear children, I want to call you to begin to live the new life from today onwards. Dear children, I want you to comprehend that God has chosen each one of you in order to use you for the great plan of salvation of mankind. You cannot comprehend how great your role is in God's plan. Therefore, dear children, pray so that through prayer you may comprehend God's plan towards you. Loving mother, she adds, I am with you so that you can realize it in its fullness. Isn't it incredible message? How great is your role? Each one of you, just say yes and do it. And then you'll be surprised in heaven. Power of your yes. You told me in the beginning you wanted to save lives. Now you have the power to do so. Isn't it great? Now I want you also to understand one other fruit about fasting. I already spoke much about sickness suffering many sick people come here as a new lords you know to seek healing from our lady ali was very clear she said i cannot heal only god can heal you know i'm not god she said but i will pray with you i'll intercede you know so that god heals you and she said several messages about healing she said for the healing of the sick pray the creed the seven our father hail mary and glory Bees, and fast on bread and water had you noticed this message for the sick when you have a sick person in your family do you think of fasting for her for him very few people do they forgot about that message pray and fast on bread and water for your sick person instead of going all over the towns and the the clinics and the greatest doctors you'll spend a hell of money for getting the best doctors for your sick person hey fasting is free you don't have to travel you don't have to spend money it's free and it's very very efficient very powerful first thing Okay, you have to see a doctor. I don't say don't go to the doctors. Okay, go to the doctors, but don't forget that through prayer and fasting, God is willing to grant many, many healings. You know, many healings are kind of suspended there above, you know, and never get down on our lives just because we don't ask them in prayer. And through fasting, God is willing to give us so many healings, you know. So she said that fast for your sick people. Sometimes I see some parents that come in Medjugorje and they say, oh, please, sister, would you pray and ask the visionary to ask Our Lady to pray? My daughter has a cancer and I want you to pray for her. And my son is on drugs. I said, of course, my dear friends, I will pray and I'll ask the visionary, of course, with all my heart. But then let me ask you a question. Do you fast for your daughter and your son? Well, sister, actually, we pray a lot also. We do novenas and we pray to the little, little flower and, um, and we pray each day a rosary for our, do- for our children. Okay, that's very good, but I repeat my question. Do you fast on bread and water for your sick daughter and for your son that is on drugs? Well, sister, actually, we, we pray a lot. Okay, I understand you do not fast, okay? Well, sister, about fasting, you know, we actually, we pray. So that's enough. I mean, let me tell you, that is not enough. It's great that you pray. Don't diminish your prayers, of course. But please do the fasting on bread and water and you'll see the fruit. Don't seek many, many people to pray with you. But in the family, renew the fasting. Then, Oh, sister, we, you, we will do it. They come one year later. Sister, it worked incredibly well. Our daughter is healed, and out of the blue, suddenly, after two months of our fasting, our son stopped drugs out of the blue. We don't know how, why. That's God's work. You know, fasting will save lives. Just print that in your heart and your mind. There is another message about fasting that is very powerful. Have strong faith, pray, and fast, and they will be cured. That is an answer that Our Lady gave about a question for the sick. That's what she answered. Pray, fast, and they will be cured. Have strong faith, which is also trust. Now I want to tell you another story about Father Zdenko. One day, some people brought to him a lady, a woman who was actually an alcoholic. She had gone through many therapies and everything. They tried everything to stop her from drinking alcohol. Never worked. So they brought her to Father Zdenko. He saw her and said, what's your problem? What's your cross? And she said, Father, I drink too much. You know what he said to her? Now, promise me not to drink anymore. Do you? Do you promise me? And you know, because it was that very holy Father Zdenko, she said, yes, Father, I promise you not to drink anymore. Okay, then he blessed her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And here she went. That was it. The next day, she didn't drink. She remembered that promise, she did not. Now, the next day, she did not either. She still remembered that promise. But the third day, you know, it was so hot, she was so thirsty, and she was so fed up not to drink alcohol, because she was still attracted, you know, she took a big bowl, and she filled the bowl with wine. It was so hot, also, she was thirsty. Then, she lifted up the bowl to her lips, and as the bowl was there up, she saw a finger on the wine doing that. I told you not to drink anymore. And she heard the voice of Father Zdenko. So she was so scared. She dropped the, the bowl down. It was a mess, you know. But from that day, she was healed. From, she never mm-hmm. drank one more drop of wine. Because that father, you know, he was praying so much and fasting so much, he Was saving lives. Here we are. You see the power. I know. I remember. It's another topic now about the parents. You know, one mother that I know in Mexico, my friend Monica. She came here in Medjugorje with her husband, and she had four children. And here she had a shock. She changed her life. She decided to fast. But after one year, because she was pregnant, she dropped out the fasting. And she forgot about the fasting, though she was continuing on prayer, Eucharist, confession and Bible. And so she started again the fasting. And she told me, you know, when I had dropped out the fasting, whenever I would talk to my children, you know, my children are very small, I had not the right words. I was not inspired. I had to repeat the thing; they wouldn't listen to me. But the day I started the fasting again, I was kind of inspired. They would catch my thought like this, you know, this fast, and they would really be fed with my words, with my advices. I had the right inspiration. The Holy Spirit was with me in my relationship with my children. That changed my, completely my motherhood towards them. See, that's a great fruit. Another example about healing. I know a lady, she's an American lady, she's a nurse. Before, she was in a very, very sinful life. Any man that was coming along, she would go with him and everything. Okay, so she was a very sinful lady, and she had no faith, she did not know God. Though she was baptized, and she went to the catechism when she was a little girl, but she forgot everything, she dropped out of faith, and there was no faith at all, no practice, no God in her life. She was a nurse in a hospital, and in that that hospital there was a doctor who came to Medjugorje, converted completely, and back home started to live the messages. And he saw that poor nurse that was so sinful, and he decided to really offer up his prayer and fasting for her conversion. So he fasted for her years. One day, that lady was so desperate, her life was such a mess that, see, she, one night she decided to commit suicide and as she was a nurse, she, knows, she knew exactly what quantity of pills she had to pick up and swallow to die for sure. So she did swallow those pills one evening, she went to bed and she was expecting to die. Actually she got asleep, deep sleep, and the next morning she awaked in a perfect health. She was not dead and no symptom at all of any, you know, sickness or disease or vomiting symptoms. Nothing as if she had only drunk milk or water. She was so shocked to be still alive that immediately the thought came to her mind, somebody wants me to live. She thought, maybe God. Maybe it's God that wants me to live. So she started to think about God. Why does God want me to live? And then she came to the point, maybe he loves me. She told the story to that doctor, and then he found out that through his fasting, he allowed God to work miracles for that lady. So he spoke to her about God. Before he couldn't, she would reject everything. But then she was open to hear about God. So he said, go to Medjugorje. She came here, and here, Our Lady, appeared to her and she showed her uh, her immense love for her and that lady I can tell you that was so much for her she was so sinful before that she couldn't believe that the mother of God herself would manifest to her you know so she became so much in love with Our Lady she ran to the confessional she confessed all her sins And from that day on, she changed her life. And now she's an apostle of Our Lady and Jesus in America. And she has a very powerful testimony because she was in sin before, so she knows what sin is. And she knows also what is despair, to be desperate, you know, to live in the darkness. And she had gone into the occult, into the satanic uh, stuff, even black masses. She had gone everything, evil she knew about it. She was involved in that but she has been delivered, she has been freed from the darkness, from Satan. And now she said, I was born in Medjugorje. She was 40, she was 40 years old. She said, I was born in Medjugorje. And she's like the joy of a child now, incredible testimony. Just because that doctor saw that poor soul suffering there and leading to hell, he decided to offer his fasting for her and see now, She's even better than him now. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Now, protection. Do you seek for protection by protection? Now, if you wish that I be your protector, our lady speaking, September 4th, 82. If you wish that I be your protector, then confide to me all your intentions, your fasts, your fastings and your sacrifice so that I can dispose of them according to the will of God. So you place your fasting in the hands of Our Lady and she's very smart, let me tell you. She's smart and she will give them to God so that he decides for his plan. We have many uh, people in our family who died. We have our dear ones there. And already said that through fasting and prayer, we can deliver the soul from purgatory. So many times we cry because we miss that person. We also put flowers on her, on his tomb, you know, in the cemeteries. This is okay, but doesn't help. If you pray and fast on bread and water for that person, it helps greatly. Fast with the heart for the dead. And many people will tell you when you get there, Oh, I'm thankful to you because I just avoided hell this much. And and, and now I'm in heaven thanks to your fasting and prayer. Through fasting, you will save soul for eternity. Now, let me tell you one thing that is a confession. Though already had said, um, pray and fast on bread and water, I could not do it. Even here in Medjugorje for seven years, I couldn't fast. Actually, there is a message, and every visionary would tell you today today also, that the sick are not requested to fast because they can offer up other things. We'll see a little later. So, as I had been sick in my previous uh, childhood and teenager and everything, I almost died several times. Anyway, I couldn't fast. When I fasted, I would feel so weak that I had to go to bed and I couldn't speak. Father Slavko, that's oh, that good sister that you stopped speaking. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was too weak and I understood that I was not called to fast, you know, but I was not happy with that because I can see the fruit of fasting in other people. I said, mother, you'd call me to be your missionary for bringing your message throughout the world. How can you allow that I cannot fast, how can I speak about fasting if I don't fast? I don't want to be a hypocrite and say, you guys, you fast, I don't fast. And no, that doesn't work this way. If you want me to speak about fasting with anointment, let me have the grace to fast. One day I met a very dear friend of mine from Mexico. And this guy uh, came to Medjugorje and had a very, very uh, strong conversion. He changed his life. And he was so in love with Our Lady that he started to leave all her messages. But not only that, all his money was uh, consecrated, was dedicated to her and for the sake of her spreading her messages. He started a TV station. We were speaking in Paris. And I was like sharing with him my struggles about missions. and that. So I said to him, listen, Emilio, what do you do when you need money to do this for a lady or to do that for a lady? We, you, you know, this door is not open. You need that guy to open that door there so that you can spread the message there. And what do you do when you, you have those um, questions and problems in your missionary work? You know what he said to me? He said, Emmanuel everything you need. It can be money, it can be the help of someone, it can be meeting the Pope even. Everything you need for your mission, Our Lady will give it to you for sure. If, and this if, changed my life, if you do whatever she asks. I kept quiet but I got the message. The first word that came to my heart was fasting. Then I prayed secretly to our lady and said, Listen, mother, tomorrow I'll be fasting. You better give me the grace. Okay? <laughs> and listen, I'm not a courageous woman. I'm not brave. You know me. So as a sign that I have the grace from you, I ask you that on that day I don't feel angry. If I don't feel hungry, that will be the sign for me that you give me the grace to fast better give it to me, okay? <laughs> See, when I'll be speaking about fasting to your children for your sake, okay, you better give me the grace. I'll start from tomorrow on, I'll fast on bread and water. But the next day, was a uh, Wednesday, from the morning to the evening, I took only bread and water. And she granted my prayer so badly that I had not even the will to eat any, any bread. I... I was like no need of food at all, so I drank. We need to drink a lot when we are fasting. That you better remember that we need to drink a lot. So don't miss your drinking and in plain water. Okay, but I couldn't even feel that I was fasting. It was so easy. In the morning, noon time, and uh, and afternoon, and in the evening, at night, cool. I was cool, no problem. I was perfectly all right, I could speak, I could dance, I could uh, work, I could do everything, I was normal, but such a joy in my heart, such a joy, and sure enough, the following days, I could see with my own eyes some conflicts that had been there for months and many years around me that just melt down, no more finished, without my doing anything. I had prayed to, to resolve, to solve those conflicts, but one day of fasting, that was also an encouragement from my lady, those conflicts around just melt. I got letters from people that were not well with me, you know, said, oh sister, I ask you forgiveness. I mean, incredible thing started happening. You see, Ali was showing me, and this is, but, 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 remember one thing. Uh, actually, satan will convince you that fasting is stupid you can bet he'll come to you he'll suggest that oh have you seen your face in the mirror you're tired these days, you know you're, you're really weak so forget about fasting and you know already of course she asked days a week but that's too much you know that's good for the visionaries in in croatia you know but you're not in croatia you have not been brought up the same way. Before. Let them let those guys fast all they want, but you are special. You're from another country. You're not used to fast. You know, bread, you know, is not good for you. And you know, two days is excessive. You know, you should avoid excessive things, you know. And don't think you'll become a saint, you know. That's pride, you know. Forget about your fasting. And so she said, dear children, the devil tempts all those who have made the resolution to consecrate themselves to God. He will suggest to them that they are praying too much, they are fasting too much, that they must be like other young people and go in search of pleasures. Don't listen to him. Don't obey him. When you will be strengthened in your faith, the devil will no longer be able to seduce you. So we have to understand who is talking to us. Is it the devil who is suggesting that we should not fast, that forget about fasting, that's too much, God doesn't want those things, you know, or is it Jesus talking to us? We have to discern which voice it is. But anything, unless you are sick, okay, but anything that is contrary to the word of our lady, it's the devil. Contrary to the gospel, it's the devil. Okay, like he tempted Eve, saying what God said, you know, he said that to bother you. Listen to me, not him. That was the first sin, and we still pay the bill. (laughs) Unfortunately. If you're sick, you don't have to uh, fast, but there is a message for these people. If you don't have the strength to fast on bread and water, you may renounce other things, Uh, It would be good that you renounce TV. For example, here, before the big feasts like Easter, Christmas, uh, Assumption, our lady is very happy when we renounce TV for nine days. You may also renounce alcohol, uh, cigarettes, excessive sports, and other pleasures. When she says other pleasures, it's because she has a very sober way to speak, but everybody understands, okay? You know yourself. What you have to do. Those who cannot fast because of sickness may replace it by prayer, charity, and confession. Now, I remember an American lady uh, who came with a group to see Miriam. And Miriam explained fasting, you know, on bread, two days a, a, a week. And well, that American lady was shocked that already would ask two days a week on bread and water only. So, she was surprised and she said to Mirena, yes, but miriana you know, in the morning when I get up, I kind of need my coffee, you know. I kind of need my breakfast. How can I manage without my breakfast? So, on those days, you know, what if I take a little bit of coffee, you know, this much, only this, <laughs> I know, at least a, one little bit and a little bit of sugar in my coffee, what? And you know, Marina, because they have much humor, you know, she answered, Oh, yes, do it, but be quick before Alidi gets up. That <laughs> 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 was a nice way <laughs> to answer, you know. <laughs> okay. you know. why? Because do everything from the heart. That is the message of Medjugori, from the heart. If you fast, fast from the heart. If you pray, Pray from the heart. If you go to confession, pray for the priest from the heart and confess your sin from the heart out of love for Jesus, your Savior. If you go and take Holy Communion, do it from the heart. You see, that's the main message. Our Lady, I call you to begin fasting with the heart. Fast out of gratitude because God has allowed me to stay so long here in Medjugorje. Fast in thanksgiving that God has allowed already to come every day to us. You know? And if you fast this way, you will see many miracles, let me tell you. Now, some people cannot fast on those days, like grandmothers, uh, because they have their grandchildren on those days, for example, they might have on Wednesday to, to watch on grandchildren, or whatever reason there is, you cannot fast on those, one of those days. You can change that day, for example, you cannot fast on, on um, Wednesday because it's a feast day, the birthday of your husband. Of course you won't fast on that day, but then you postpone your fasting or you put it before him. Fast on Monday instead or Tuesday, you know, you change the day. Our lady is not a policeman, you know, a policewoman. She won't point out that you missed. No, you change the day. Out of love we can be free in love, you see. Feel free to change. If you love, you'll be inspired to answer your 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 kind of problems, you know, no problem. So you change your days. And if you cannot fast right away, two days a week, start by one day. You know, start step by step, but out of love, try to finally fit with what she requests from you. You know, and when you fast, never look at what is in the plate of your neighbor. If he has a big piece of meat with potatoes, alcohol, and some whiskey, next door, and you smell the meat, you know, don't judge your brother. If you fast and judge, you better not fast. You see, don't look at the plate of your neighbor. Let him not fast. You fast because you know in your heart you are called to do so. And pray for your neighbor who is not fasting, but don't judge and don't look upon him in a sort of despised way, you know? Because that would be very bad. Jesus speaks about those people, you know, who think they are better than others. No, fast out of mercy to save souls. That will be a great fasting. Uh, Now, the children do not have to fast, but you parents, please teach them, teach them how to make sacrifices. Renounce a cookie, renounce an ice cream, Finish eating all that is in your plate instead of uh, wasting food, that will teach them how to be prepared to fasting on bread. And I, I have also some nice little... No, The children are very generous for sacrifices. Don't miss that boat. And they'll teach you how to, to be inspired for sacrifice. I have hundreds of examples. I have no time today. Maybe I'll do a special tape for children, but it's incredible how they are generous to to think of the sacrifices for God. But one day I had my little nephew, François-Joseph, in France. And he's very smart, you know. He was, uh, he was five. And of course he was not uh, requested to fight. But one day he came for dinner. I was there. His parents were there, my brother and his wife. And uh, immediately he saw that the main dish was something he didn't like at all. So he kind during the prayer, he was very peace and very pious, you know, he prayed with all his heart. And that at the end of prayer, with a very, very pious face, he said to my brother, Dad, today I'm fasting. <laughs> he just wanted to avoid that terrible food he didn't have. You know, today I'm fasting. So my brother said, okay, you're right, to be willing to offer a sacrifice. As a sacrifice, you eat that food, you know. That can be tricky, but they can be very generous. Our Lady is calling us to fast out of, um, of course, out of love, uh, with the heart, but she's explaining, and Vizka is very, very clear on that point, that we have
1: to make a decision from the heart, but we have to stick to our decision. Because the whole world
0: will tell you it's stupid, to fast, you should not fast, it's bad for health, whatever they find, they will tell you. So, (coughs) do make your decision, but stick to your decision. Okay? And this is very important. When I ask uh, Maria to say, Maria, you visionaries, you always speak of how is Our Lady physically, blue eyes, you know, black hair and everything. Okay, that's great of you but you never explain what is the personality of Our Lady. Immediately she answered, she's very sweet and she's a decided woman. She's a woman of action and she's a woman of decision. This goes together to be sweet, loving, very motherly care, I mean very motherly in her, you know, and she's a decided woman. If you want to be loving, if you're not a decided person, you won't be loving because you won't stick to your yes for love. When Our Lady said yes to the Archangel Gabriel, in order to stick with her yes, she had to say no to other things. And she was decided with her yes. She had to say no to, to have a normal relationship, like sexual with, with uh, Joseph. So you have to be a, somebody who makes strong decisions if you fail one day, just repent and come back to God. Another thing that we have to know is Our Lady never gave any details about the kind of bread we have to eat. But it's not her point that we are hungry or that we have an empty stomach. She knows that on those days we have to work. So she wants bread to be a real food she wants us to be nourished so be careful when you fast take a good bread can be a brown bread but a bread that is rich enough so that you be you are fed you are nourished you know in america and in other countries unfortunately the bread is kind of just a support for jam or butter or a hamburger, or you know, so it's a white bread, there is nothing in there. It's a weak bread, it's not nourishing enough. So if you fast on that bread, you may fast on that bread of course, but you'll have problems. So either you find a place where you can get good bread, uh, rich bread, or you make your bread yourself. On that tape, on the, the paper of that tape, you turn on the back and you find the recipe of the good bread that many people do here in Mejugori. Of course, the quality of your bread will depend on the quality of the flour you use. But it's good also to make one's bread at home because then we can sort of identify with our lady herself who made her bread. And during her little housewife works, you know, jobs, she would pray to Jesus. She would be united to Jesus. And this is a good opportunity also for us to meditate on Our Lady's life in in Nazareth and in Jerusalem and also on the parables of Jesus. While you make bread, you pray your rosary and you, you, you sort of meditate on the mysteries in a very special way. Now Our Lady also is calling us to renounce sin. If we fast on bread and water, And on those same days, we practice sin. No, that doesn't go together. She said, I'm very happy when you fast on bread and water, but I'm even happier if you reject sin. You know, let's be clear on that. I found out one thing that is very helpful when you decide to fast. Actually, uh, we should not take The fasting uh, uh, as granted. It is a grace from God. We should pray to God the day before that the next day we have the grace of fasting. You know, this is a humble way to seek the grace of God. You see, it's not automatic. Those who fast will receive great insight from God, from the Holy Spirit. There will be a very special. A relationship between their soul and the Holy Spirit. As I told you before, the fasting creates a space, an extra space I would say, for the Holy Spirit to work out more inspiration in your heart and to purify your heart as never before. You know, we have accumulated many impurities because of our Sins from the past from our childhood we have even if we have gone to confession there are some wounds and some impurities that have been stuck to our heart or our soul you know we have accumulated those like consequences of sin and i already said a beautiful message the lord dear children desires to purify you from all the sins of your past isn't that great we'll feel free from those consequences You, dear children, pray. Only that way will you be able to recognize all the evil that is in you and surrender it to the Lord so the Lord may completely purify your hearts. Pray without ceasing and prepare your heart in penance and fasting. So when you fast, you allow God to remove all that dirt from your heart. And the dirt is... um, heavy in you, and makes you sad, depressed, and unable to love. So when the Lord comes with the Holy Spirit and removes all that dirt, all that spoiled thing from your heart, suddenly you find out that you are able to love a neighbor that you never have loved before. Out of the blue it comes to you because through your fasting you have allowed the Holy Spirit to kind of increase his power within your heart and rejoice when you fast. Um, Our Lady never said how much bread we have to eat, so it's up to you. Out of freedom, out of love, you decide how much. And also Our Lady never said if that bread should be toasted or normal. If you prefer toasted bread, toast your bread. No problem. It's, if it's easier for you, go ahead, you see, or normal bread will do also. I never said that it should be cold water, iced water, or hot water. It's up to you. If you are in a very hot country, take cold water. If it's a very cold country, take like tea, you know, hot water. Praise God, you choose out of love, and you know, on those days. You are more happy than ever. You are so happy that you might tell our lady, mother, you ask only two days in a week of fasting? (laughs) Only two days, oh, only that, okay. Because you know what, on those days, you are the hands of God, extending his hand and his heart to reach the poor. There is a little guy In China now, he's in the deep depression and despair. He's so bad that he's thinking that tonight he'll hang himself. For sure he'll do it. But because you're fasting, the Lord will collect all your fastings. He will come, I always explain that to the little children to make them understand the importance of little sacrifices. Our Lady, Comes in each home every night with a big basket, and she knocks at the door. She enters and she finds out if everybody has made a little sacrifice today in the family. If she finds one, she's so happy. She collects the little sacrifices from the heart of the children, from the heart of the parents, and then she brings. She goes all over the world, and when she the the basket is is completely full. She goes to Jesus and says, hey Jesus, look what I've collected, how great are my children. And this is from Sonia, and this is from Paul, and this is from Bernard, and this is from Agatha, and this is from John, and this is from Lucia, and this is, you know, oh, they are so, so loving. And so Jesus, take this, and Jesus says to oh, Mother." What a good job you've done. I'll send you again tomorrow because you're doing a great job. And mother, this little fasting from John, listen, I know a guy in China. Let's pick up this little fasting from him and let's help that little guy and let's give him the grace to rejoice about life, forget about suicide, and he'll be a a happy little Chinese guy. He'll get married and he'll have married children. He'll be a happy little Chinese there because... We have this little fasting from John. Oh, Mother, you have also a little fasting from John. Oh, that's great, Mother. Let's use that. You know, this, this couple in Miami that are going to divorce. That's too sad. Listen, we'll use that fasting from John and we'll help that guy to go deep into his heart to repent get the confession absolution and go back to his wife we'll save that family mother oh that have you got other fasting yes yes jesus i have many in my basket you know oh this is from you know from the little sick people you know that little sick she, that lady couldn't fast but she offered her, her suffering in the hospital oh take this jesus so we'll help that person in africa in australia in asia in uh, in india in uh, And when you fast with love, you are the heart of our lady. You are are the heart of Jesus, extending all throughout the world. And one day, thousands of souls will come to you in heaven and say, Thank you. Thank you. I was dead. And now I'm alive. That day, it was raining outside. You had no courage, but you stuck to your decision to fast, how grateful I am. You saved my life. You saved my life. Now, are you willing to save life? Are you yeah. willing? Yes. 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 Now, let's do it. Let's do it. Praise God. Praise be Jesus and Mary. <laughs>